Here's the snap. Looking. Flips the ball. Diving for the pylon. And he's got it. Razzle dazzle. Touchdown, Houston. And the Texans go in front. There is no offseason for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do. Now, it's Texans All Access. Hello, Texans, and welcome to the program. Training camp underway. We get you in touch with your Houston Texans, and we've got a busy night for you tonight. No question about that. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Friday morning, we'll be doing our thing, 8 to 10 a.m., from the Houston Methodist Training Center. And Bill O'Brien's going to join us right off the bat. 8 a.m. Friday exclusive with OB to kick off camp on that day as camp is already kicked off. I'm just full disclosure here. They're in training camp. But that's the padded practice premiere, all right? That's a lot of P's. That's a lot of alliteration for anxious anchors, as they said in broadcast news. Anyway, Johnny, how you doing today? How you feeling? Uh, physically feeling a little bit better. Uh, okay. Mentally, uh, head is uh, completely out of it with all this college football news today. It's uh, really kind of upset the apple cart with uh, what's happened with college football. But you know, as they sh- as they say, the show goes on. It's not completely canceled. We're waiting to see what the Big Twelve, SEC, and ACC do. But it's uh, it was a rough day, uh, considering those are kind of my uh, my beginning and my roots in this whole business. We're in college football, and just seeing uh, all that happened today. As some had surmised and thought maybe there would be a, a last-second Hail Mary that could save the season, but definitely did not happen. So Big Ten, Pac-12, won't see them until the spring, and we'll see what happens with the Big 12, ACC, and SEC. Well, I think it's such huge news, and it does play into what we talk about all the time here. And, look, it's really affected our Lone Star Sports and Entertainment calendar, of course, yep. with the Houston Texans and you know the, the college football situation. Now, Johnny, when you look at – the Big Ten wanting to play in the spring. I mean, is this even doable? Can you no. play? I mean, I think like four, five games, maybe four games. You can't play a season in the spring on a college campus. When are you going to start this thing in the dead of winter in February? How's that going to be good for you? Well, I mean, that's that's the the main question. And I, I just saw a tweet from, from a guy. I think he, he covers it for either the Athletic or uh, Iowa. Yeah, Scott Dockerman. He said, you know, if the Big Ten opened camp on, July, on January 4th, they could have games by January 29th through the 31st, open week before the Super Bowl. Maybe go to indoor doubleheaders in Detroit, Indy, Mini, even Milwaukee. Maybe do that for two weeks and play campus football the week after the Super Bowl. I, I just don't know how you can ask student-athletes to play a full – I mean, you, you just can't get a full schedule in the spring and then turn right around and play a normal 2021. Right. You just couldn't. Now, I think what you could do in, a, in, in the Big Ten is – even though you you could play a eight to ten game schedule, I think play a Big Ten conference championship game and and leave it at that. Uh, maybe you have a some sort of pseudo bowl game with the other conferences. I guess if they're still playing, I mean, you know, have one. You know, move the Rose Bowl. Heck, this is Big Ten Pac twelve. This is probably the Rose yep. Bowl's dream in some sense. But I I think there's a way you maybe could get an eight game schedule in the spring. And then maybe you push back the fall and condense that schedule. Maybe you start September 26th and you do what you were going to do this year, but you do that in 2021. You play a 10-game schedule and then try and get your try and get your Big Ten championship in and then maybe try and get your playoff and 
Hopefully by 2022, you've got a normal schedule back on hand. But by moving it to spring, I mean, the team, it's going to be really interesting what players decide to do. Because I, I thought about this. What if you decide, okay, well, I'm going to play. I'm a senior. I gotta, I've got to play. I've, right. I've got to show what I've got. Do I have a future in this game? I, I think I do, but I've got to show them that on tape. So you play your games, and all of a sudden the combine doesn't move, and Michigan plays oh, Michigan the State. But you I mean, know, you know, you they're going to they're going to make adjustments for that. They'll look if the think, Big Ten and all these conferences are playing in the spring. They're moving the draft. They are moving well, the draft. That, okay, now hold on to the season. But if it's but if it's just the Big Ten and Pac twelve, are they going to move the combine? If the ACC if the ACC and the Big Twelve no. and the SEC play, are they no. going to move the combine? They won't move the comp. I see. This is my feeling. They won't move the combine. But so what about the combine? They'll still interview these guys. They'll interview them on campus. The most the, important look, thing you get out of the combine, though, is the most important thing you get out of these players, and that's medicals. the one thing none of us get, and that's medicals. Now, right. you could do you could do another combine medical later combine. on, a medical combine. Now they do they do do that. They have players come up come back to Indy for rechecks all the time. So ah. you could you could do that medical recheck as such. So I do think there is a way that you could figure this out um, with with the NFL, and I think the NFL would have a vested interest in doing th- in, in moving things back. So maybe they move the bat the draft back to you know late May. Give it another month. Let these teams finish an eight game schedule. Let them get clear this the season by oh, I don't know middle of March. Put the combine in. Middle of April, mm-hmm. that gives you four or five weeks. Then at that point to kind of you know get ready for the draft. Maybe you sneak a couple pro days um, in there if you can. Maybe what you end up doing is doing the pro days for the players that do play in the fall. Maybe you get those pro days done early. You just stagger everything and you just move your draft back a month. And I think, listen, I, I think anything is doable. It's just a matter of is it what what what's the feasibility of players playing. A full schedule in the spring and full in the fall. You can't do that. So you're well, going to have to adjust that schedule in the spring to seven, eight games, maybe play a bowl game, and then you know move on to 2021, and then adjust that schedule back a little bit just so that you have more time in between the games you have in 20, early 2021 and then late 2021. Good grief, it's confusing. Well, we always talk about it from a pro football perspective, right? Uh, the draft and the combine and everything. What about mm-hmm. the guys who definitely aren't going to the NFL, but they're good college football players, right? Yeah. Like, they might have the dream, but they really might not, and they know that it's going to end. Well, let, me, let me ask you this. Would you have wanted to play in the spring? Would you have said, okay, yeah, we can't play in the fall here at Brown University, but we're going to play in the spring, so I'm in. Heck, yeah, and I would you know played. how all right, you would have Heck played. yeah, I, I would have absolutely played. Uh, there's, there's no doubt about it. Now, obviously, in Ivy League, we maybe have every year one or two guys that uh, end up making it, but there are probably about fifteen to twenty guys that will end up going to pro days and or going to, uh, you know, get looks from teams that might end up maybe not even that many. Maybe it's like eight to ten that'll maybe get an NFLPA invite that will get invites to camp. Those kind of things. Right. We don't have many, and so I don't think those players would have opted out. Uh, in any way, shape, or form, I think. Yeah, well, what about I think, job search? If you're a senior, like spring is big. I got to get that job. I got to get yeah. my job when I graduate. Uh, yeah. Spring is when they look for these football players. You know, and then here's another question: College basketball. What's going to happen with that? You're going to have overlap. You're gonna, the college campuses are going to be crazy. And here's one more note. I, I don't want to spend yeah. too much more time, but I might have mentioned this last week a little bit uh, in a different context. But I was um, 
I was on with Penn State on. I was on the phone with Penn State, the entire university, last week trying to find a John Reed pick. And yeah. um, I, I went to the website, was going through the athletic administration. They have just acres of employees yeah. because oh, yeah. it's not just a football program. It is all the other programs. And women's mm-hmm. basketball is big there and wrestling. And I, I used to work in Happy Valley doing uh, all sorts of broadcasting there. It was an early start to my career. And the amount of employees they have that are affected yeah. by this because oh, yeah. they're not paid by field hockey revenue. They're mm-hmm. paid by football revenue. And yep. they got to be able to get that going somehow because if they don't play at all in 2020 2021 this academic year if you will mm-hmm. that is a huge hit now penn state probably has big coffers and people are like just take it out of the endowment that's not a piggy bank you can just make a withdrawal yeah. from it's like you try to take it from your ira it's worse so it, it, it's a whole big mess johnny and I, I really feel for the kids most of all and i do feel for the employees because it's college and it's just a different deal. At least the, the pro leagues can afford all this testing and yeah. bubbles or whatever else they need to try to make a go of it. That's the biggest thing, I think, is the fact that the, the professional teams – I think there are two major factors, as I said, on Texags. I said with the NFL, first of all, in the NFL, you have a commissioner, a league office, and 32 teams abide by whatever the commissioner league office say. College football, you don't have that. you got this conference making this decision. you got this conference making that decision. It's total anarchy in college football. Yeah. The other aspect of it is with college campuses, because colleges have refused to acknowledge the the actuality that players are yes they're student athletes I get that the majority of them go to they go to college to get an education, but there are a lot of them that th- listen look at the the time that they put into being college athletes uh, they're more than just student athletes uh, they're more than employees. But the, but the sham of amateur athletics comes into play in all this. But in the NFL, so they've got college students all around them and everything they do and going to classes. So you have that, whereas NFL players can kind of live in a semi-bubble where they can go to the stadium where they're supremely protected. They can go back home, and that's it. And they're, and they're doing those two things. They're not surrounded by college kids all over the place. And think about what you and I talk about all the time. You, you talked about this and kind of went on a rant one day. When you go in and you do, do, you do remotes and you do those kind of things or you go into restaurants or bars and they're playing music and it's loud, you've, yeah. you've got to sit there. And, and I mean, that's the one way you transmit the virus is yep. through that. Well, what happens when you get a college student with a few, a few pops in them? They get a little closer. They don't worry about the mask. They're a little bit uh, inhibited. And then they're just – You've been to a college party. You know how it goes. Oh, it's crazy. And all this, it's nuts. It's people all on top of you. They're, you're partially getting spit all over your face from some drunk guy yeah. um, you know, trying to that's talk to you virus. about what's going on. And that's yep. the virus right there. You're not going to have that in the NFL as long as guys are minor P's and Q's. And they've, yep. got a financial, they've got a financial stake in keeping it you know, on board and mm-hmm. keeping to the plan. So – uh, I think there are huge differences between the NFL and college football from that regard. I do think you can do some things in the spring, but, man, it's going to be really tough. And, Mark, you hit on it. Barry Alvarez said today, he said, look, if we don't play football, this is going to cost a lot of people jobs. And he goes, it's going to be the worst fall of my life. And and you're, you're absolutely right. You hit yeah. on it. Football and basketball pay the bills for a lot of lot of programs, and it's really, it's going to sting a lot of programs uh, at all levels throughout college, Johnny, college t- athletics. It's changed t- – this this whole thing has changed college sports and college athletics as we know it going forward. For, it will for, never for be the a same. long time. We might long see time. realignment out of this because yes. people are so upset. 
crazy. I know you do stuff with tech sags. I mean, that's nuts. All right, well, let's get to some Texan stuff. I promised this. I tweeted it out. Uh, it's Texans Audio Jukebox, first of all. We have- Texans Audio Jukebox. Yes, and right on key and everything. The, the, it's the Texans All Access Singers. You do a great job, you people. All right, let's get to Will Fuller. So I tweeted a picture of Will. You talked about it. You saw Will a few weeks ago, and you said, mm-hmm. Will, is uh, he's jacked up, man. I mean, you could see he's been working out. So I don't know if you saw the picture that I tweeted out, but, you know, he's just at the podium, and you could see that uh, the arms look inflated, all right? that yeah. You know, he put the bicycle pump on the arms a little bit, and he did cut the hair as well. But the first thing – or one of the first things that was discussed was, hey, no more DeAndre Hopkins. What does that mean for the offense? Here's what Will had to say. Obviously, with with Hop not being here anymore, um, you know that that's going to open up things for, for for everybody. You know, he he had a lot of targets, and then so those, those targets got to be filled up with with other guys. So you know, we all going to be able to get it done, and I, and I feel like it's going to be a, a great season this year. All right, positive approach there. You know, the the ball will be spread around, and uh, yeah. Will will certainly be one of the beneficiaries of that, Johnny. We've talked about that all offseason long. Yeah, I mean, think of how many targets that, you know, Hop had over the last couple of years. Just just take the last couple of years. I think it was about 320 or somewhere in that range over the last couple of years targets. Now you take those 320 targets, and they're going to have to be spread amongst a number of different guys. I mean, we've talked about ad nauseum, three or four tight ends, two running backs, uh, four or five wide receivers. Those 320 targets are going to get eaten up uh, pretty quickly. It's not as if Will's going to get the next 320 targets over the next two years, or he's not going to get 150 targets this year. He's going to end up getting a decent share of what hop, you know, a a decent percentage of it, but he's not going to get obviously all of them. But you have so many different weapons that you can spread those out to. And I, I remember reading a tweet somebody had put uh, earlier this uh, this spring, I think it was. And I remember seeing it was like, oh, well, what's what's Deshaun Watson going to do on third down when now he doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins? And I wanted to tweet back, but then I thought, well, maybe it's a little too snarky. I was like, he's going to throw the ball to the open guy. That's what he's going to do. And he's got more guys with the opportunity to get open. He'll throw it to the open guy. That's that's what he's going to do this year. And it wasn't a fail-safe that every single time he went to DeAndre Hopkins on third down. And sometimes when he got locked in on going to DeAndre Hopkins on third down, it ended up not being a good thing. So if he is able to, on third down, get through his progressions quickly, read the defense, which he does much better now than he even did, than he did when he was a rookie. He did it pretty well when he was a rookie. But if he can be that much better, he throws it to the open guy. You get yeah. third downs, you move the sticks. Yep, yep. You always said take the pocket change. Okay, more from Will Fuller. He did cut his hair. Why? How? All the stuff about the haircut. Will Fuller. Definitely. Um, I, I want to say that, and it, that that has anything to do with my hair. I just feel like I, I just needed a, a new start. So just cutting off my hair. That, that was a good start to that. And uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm feeling good. So um, I don't really know what I want to do with my hair. So I'm just I'm taking it day by day. Yep. Uh, mindset shift for Will having the different kind of hair. He doesn't know what he's going to do with it. Uh, so, you know, good luck to him with that. I think it'll be faster. And he kept talking about his posture, Johnny, yeah. his posture, yeah. and how he was working with Ben Fairchild, working out with him, and kept talking about his posture. So Brandon, the social media guru from Sports Radio 610, asked him to elaborate a little bit, and here's what Will Fuller had to say. Yeah, so this is this is something I, I've been dealing with for a long time. Just, you know, just standing up, not even do, not even moving or just just standing. My, my lower back would always, you know, tighten up or, or bother me. 
So just, I just walk with like my back extended. So just, just trying to get that to like a normal posture, uh, could, could fix a lot of lower extremity injuries that I, that I've been having, that I've been dealing with. Boy, this was inspirational to me, Johnny, because I'm a sloucher and I always have to fight against that. So hearing Will talk about posture, I was like, darn it, I really got to do better with posture. And it's funny because like, yeah, you know, he's, he's talking about his posture. I'm like, you still run faster than any human. You know, yeah. it's incredible. But I thought that was pretty interesting. Maybe they found a little something here about something causing uh, lower leg injuries. Well, Mark, it, it hit home for me because that's probably what I'm dealing with in some regards yeah. is yep. what I, because I feel the pain down my leg from, you know, and, and presumably, and I, and I go to the spinal doctor tomorrow to see for sure, but I've had that, I've had that pain in my leg before. Now, when I was in college, I had a bad hamstring injury on in my left leg, and that's pretty much where you feel it kind of down your left leg about where your hamstring would be. So who's to say when he kept when he kept saying the word posture it really was kind of hitting home for me like well, maybe that's an issue with me too maybe my posture needs to be better it's something my son has battled his entire life like he has kind of this hunched over um you know we've talked to him about posture all the time and he's had back issues you know for a long time so it really rang true to me when i heard him say that i'm sure some people were like posture this dude runs four three i'll take his posture but it absolutely no no doubt in my mind could it affect your lower legs and your lower extremities. Now, I do think that his knee injury from 2018, and I, I could see it down on the sidelines last year during games and even practice. There would be times where I would see him kind of just grabbing that knee and just kind of massaging that knee. So I guarantee you he had a, he had a couple of things going on, but the posture aspect of it, I heard that today, I was like, that's 100% dead on. Dead on for Will Fuller. Okay, let's get to Titus Howard, who also met with the media today and talked about getting back together with the O-line. The boys are back in town. Here's Titus Howard. We feel pretty good, you know, for all us to be back. We got a pretty, a pretty close group. You know, with us, all of us being back in the building, it felt good, especially having five starters back, something I don't think has happened here in a long time or, or ever. So, you know, with us build, keep building that chemistry, it's, you know, going to be the key for us. And we got all five star. Like I said, we got all five starters. And uh, just for us to have that, you know, I know it's, it's important for the offense, Coach Devlin, Coach O'Brien. And uh, I'm just looking forward to see what we can do, you know, once we keep on building up these games together. I think we're going to build something pr pretty special. Well, that sounded good from Titus Howard. And he mentioned afterwards, uh, he before he left the podium, he gave a shout-out to Chris Clark, who is a free agent. Chris Clark, who's had a couple of tours of duty with the Houston Texans. One more here from Bradley Roby, Johnny. And, of course, he's paired up with Gary and Conley in the defensive backfield. And these two now have some water under the bridge, some time together. Here's Roby. It's super cool for me, you know, because when I was at Ohio State, he was my little brother. So, you know, your last year, Ohio State, you have to get a rookie or a, a freshman, and he has to be a little brother and goes around with you and stays in the same hotel as you, you know, on the world games and stuff. You know, he was my little brother. So fast forward, you know, six, seven years, you know, for us to be on the same team, it's pretty special. And uh, like I said, you know, secondary is all about that connection you guys have, and we have that. You know, he looks up to me, and uh, it's fun to play with him, man. Just It's just fun to play with guys that uh, you're friends with, and it's not just – it doesn't seem like a job then. It seems like – you know, you're a group that's out to accomplish big things. That's very cool, Johnny, because you have him and Hargraves, and he mentioned how, you know, they got together during the season. They pieced it together on the fly, and now at least they have some time together, and Lonnie's in year two, and, you know, maybe the whole thing looks a whole lot better here in 2020. 
Yeah, no doubt. And I, I one thing he said I thought was really interesting. And he said, playing with your friends. And at first, when I heard him say that, I was like, yeah, yeah, playing with your friends. you know. But then I thought more about it. And I was like, you know, it rings true for any, any occupation in life, basically. Mm-hmm. If you're around people that you enjoy, then you're going to want to stay there. You're going to want to do good work. You want to be around your friends. And those friends end up pushing you. And I think about our department, and I think about who I'm around every single day. And I see the creative things that you all do, and I see the creative things Suds and Marcot put together, our video guys. And I'm like, man, I want to do that in my way. You know, I want to do – but but we're friends, and so that helps all of us want to come to work every single day. So what he said is absolutely on point about being on the other side of a guy in, in Garyon who he knows very well, and they, they know each other and they're friends. And, and I do. I think that helps. When you sign as a free agent, you know, a lot of times you go into a situation going, I don't know, what am I, what am I getting into? This team offered me an opportunity to prove it on a one-year deal, but then halfway through the year they trade for one of my little brothers. Well, heck yeah, maybe I'm going to think twice about being here now. And so who knows how much that played a role in the decision of, of Bradley to stay with the Texans in 2020 and beyond. So uh, if, if it did, great. I'm glad for that. I'm just glad for him because you can just tell in his voice he's a little bit more – uh, confident. I don't know if confidence is the right word, but he just seems a little bit more at ease than he was, I felt like, last year. I could tell early on at camp last year, man, he was tight. He was tight. Even when you meet with the media, just he would be shorter and more curt. But he just seemed very at home. He seemed very at ease. And talking about Gary and Conley, maybe that gave a little insight into why that might be in 2020. All right, Johnny, let's do who's better next. Will Fuller is going to come up in this conversation some elements of some other teams that we hate are going to come up in this conversation. Let's keep it going as we are making our way toward the first padded practice on Friday for Houston Texans training camp. It's Texans All Access. Touchdown! Texans Radio continues in a moment. Hey, parents and teachers. We know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football, all for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com community. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. As the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans, Houston Eye Associates knows that vision is everything, especially in football. Houston Eye is here to help Texans see better and keep their eyes on the prize. Houston Eye Associates has 28 Houston area locations with specialists in LASIK, cataracts, glaucoma, retina, cornea, oculoplastics, pediatrics, uveitis, and more. Come and see us today. Houston Eye Associates, the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans. Even now, while we're distancing, your body needs to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 
Our teams are ready with advanced technology and imaging to deliver custom treatment plans safely. And our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Red Diamond knows perfect, not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. Lots more to break down next on Texans Radio. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. It's a trillion-dollar economy, and you're right in the heart of it. It's an incubator of innovation, with industries reaching from underground to outer space. It's Houston, and it's fueled by GE. Over 5,000 Houston companies work with GE and leverage knowledge across the company. Engineers, lean manufacturing experts, logistic managers, and more. GE is a leader in dozens of industries around the globe. So whatever your company needs, chances are we have someone with the right expertise, and we're happy to share. GE, imagination at work. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. We're here in Energy Stadium with our favorite people in Houston, our one and only Texans fans. So what are you guys cheering about? We're celebrating Dyke and opening the country's third largest manufacturing plant right here in Houston. Yeah, baby! That's over 5,000 employees already and still growing. Wow, those are some winning Dyke stats for Houston. Sounds like they're one of our biggest fans. On three, two, one, Dyke Air intelligence! Sports Radio 610 is inside the bubble. It was interesting, man. I'll say this. They've got the place on lockdown. There's only one way to get onto the property. And literally sitting in my truck pulling into the parking lot, there is somebody waiting there to take your temperature. Sean Pendergast is attending Texans training camp. And when there's news to report from NRG Stadium, we'll tell you about it. First, and we'll all find out more about Sean's body temp than we've ever wanted to know. I had my temperature checked no fewer than four times. We're inside the bubble at Texans Training Camp with reports in every show, every day. Houston's Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. Don't miss a moment of your Houston Texans 365 days a year. Download the Houston Texans mobile app. Yes, please do. All right, so 
Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Who's better? Let's do it. We do it this time on Tuesdays. Johnny, now this is a fair question, I think, and it's not an insult <laughs> to whoever's not better, but I okay. think you got to digest this one, and I'm just going to put it out there in wide receiver land for the Houston Texans. Who's better, Will Fuller or Brandon Cooks? Okay. Now, That's so wrong, man. It's like me picking between my kids. I know. It's your kids. It's your children. It's your football children here. Now, Will, a healthy Will, presuming. But this is a this is a tough one. Cooks is obviously much more accomplished and has been able to stay healthy. So I get all that. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about this is going to be really interesting. Like, if Will has really taken care of the health issue to a point where he can play 13, 14, 15 games, somewhere in there, you know, maybe the whole season, who knows. But if you, if he could do that, and Cooks plays a similar amount, I mean, and we talked about targets too. Who's getting more targets? Who's going to get the most targets of Deshaun Watson? Who's going to lead, you know, whoever leads in targets, I would presume would lead in receptions as well. But there's so many unanswered questions. You know, whatever we see in training camps, really not going to give us a great idea. It's going to unfold as we go through the 2020 campaign. Uh, I love May more than Jack. No, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, it is. It's like trying to pick between your kids. I, and, the, the, and here's why this is, this one's tough. I mean, people are like, well, you know, Brandon Cooks just got here. I understand that. I was a huge Brandon Cooks guy coming out of Oregon State. I wanted him so badly on this team. I wanted him so badly with the Texans because I just felt like he was going to be the perfect fit opposite a guy like Andre Johnson. Now, I don't know if Matt – would have been able to take advantage of it just given his arm issues kind of at the end of his run here with the Texans. But man, I would have loved to have seen Brandon Cooks opposite Andre Johnson. I mean, I was, that, I, I was, I just wanted that to happen. So I did, but I knew it wasn't going to, cause I knew Brandon was going to go a lot earlier and the Texans were selecting. So I'm finally glad all these years later that we finally do have an opportunity with Brandon Cooks to see what he can do with the guy in his absolute prime who throws as, as good a deep ball as anybody in the league, he and Russell Wilson are probably the two that throw it the best deep accurately. Those two. Um, obviously, you throw Pat in the mix. Um, he's tremendous at all levels. But Deshaun is one of the better deep ball throwers in the league, so he's going to be able to take advantage. That said, I think about it from this perspective, and when we talk about who's better a lot of times, I think, okay, if I'm a defensive coordinator, which guy scares me more? Healthy, fully healthy. Which guy scares me more? It's Fuller. Fuller scares me more. I am going to roll my coverage to Fuller. And even at that point, I'm not 100% confident that even with a double in some way, shape, or form, I'm going to be able to take him completely out because he might just be able to run past the double so or run through you know some sort of bracketing coverage. He may just run by both your guys. And I think Cooks has that, and I think Cooks can do that. But I think, def- I think defensive coordinators are like, uh, yeah, 15's the guy. That's the guy that we've got to slow down because that's where your deep balls are going, which in turn, and this is where people are going to say, well, you know, Cooks will end up with more receptions. Yeah, Cooks might have better numbers, but it might be Will that is helping him get there because there's so much focus on Will. I think Will is going to take the focus, and I can tell you from watching the way that teams played the Texans, one of the biggest misnomers over the last year, maybe even year and a half, I can't say year and a half, but when Will was healthy in 2018, who got the double-team attention? It wasn't DeAndre Hopkins 
all the time as people always talk. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins. Man, that's a, that's a narrative that started at some point, but it started to fall off uh, by uh, 2018 when Will was doing his thing. Will became much more dangerous oh, in 2018 before the injury, and then 2019 when Will was hot, that was the guy teams wanted to take away. It was not so much DeAndre Hopkins getting doubled every single play. That was a, mm. that was a narrative that just got started and people just ran with it uh, whenever they saw DeAndre um, you know, do, do his thing. DeAndre got a lot of single coverage. Uh, he got singled up a lot. But Will Fuller is the dangerous one to me. So I'm going to say Will Fuller. Fully healthy. You give me 16 games of both. First of all, I'll slice you up. Secondly, I think it ends up being Will as being more dangerous. Now, that might be more catches and receptions for Brandy Cooks, but it also means that defenses are going to be on full alert wherever 15 is all the time. All right. Let's, speaking of narratives, by the way, narratives, and, and these are narratives sometimes exist uh, accurately, mm-hmm. uh, often, sometimes, however you want to rate this. But good offensive lines. We always talk about Indies. They, they have a really good offensive line. They have a great offensive line, maybe. Dallas, yes. they have a really good offensive line. Yes. Who's better, Dallas or Indy, up front, O-line? Go. Indy. Indy. Okay. I think. Tyron Smith is still one of the great tackles in the league. I don't think there's any question. I think where the Cowboys have – what the Cowboys had a couple of years ago when Travis Frederick was there and Ron Leary was at guard, then I would have said the Cowboys because those two tra- – missing Travis Frederick is huge for the Cowboys. And I don't know that they have really found the answer at center with no Travis Frederick. And we, we played the Cowboys without Travis Frederick in 2018 because he was dealing with uh, Guillain-Barr syndrome, I think it w- is what it was. The Colts don't have that. When Ryan Kelly is healthy, Kelly, Nelson, Costanzo from center all the way out the left tackle, it's as good as it gets in the league. And then you talk about Glowinski, who's a grinder, and Braden Smith gets better and better by the season at right tackle. So I think it ends up being the Colts. And I think the advantage is the Colts – are better on the interior, even though the Cowboys with Tyron Smith, better than the Costanza, but Costanza was really good last year. I think that was one of the more underrated and untalked about, non-talked about stories was how good Costanza was last year, and he was actually thinking about retirement going into the season. So from that perspective, I think it's the Colts because they're better all around. From left tackle to right tackle, up and down that, that lineup, I think the Colts are, are better than the Cowboys. I think Tyron Smith's the best lineman well, he's just tackling that group. Nelson's the best lineman overall, but I think it ends up to being the Colts over the Cowboys. All right, who's better? Better off-the-bench quarterbacked victory for the Houston Texans. I've got three. Ooh. You ready? Uh-huh. 2015 Monday Night Football, T.J. Yates comes in for a concussed Brian Hoyer and wins the game. Touchdown pass to Hop. Defense plays great. Mm-hmm. 2015, Brandon Wheaton comes in for injured T.J. Yates and throws a touchdown pass to Jalen Strong, and the defense plays great, and the Texans win 16-10. to 10. And 2016, Tom Savage comes in for a benched Brock Osweiler when the Texans are down 14 nothing and rallies them to an important victory that they could not afford to let slip away. So Savage actually faced the biggest deficit, the other two games were huge, no doubt. Eight and no Cincinnati at the time, and the Colts gunning for the division, and the Texans able to steal the inside track with the 2015 victory by Whedon. So Whedon, Yates, Savage, off the bench victories. Which one was best? Now I respect Whedon Savage tremendously to come in situations like that. Brandon, 
I mean, in that, I mean, to get the win up at Indy the first time in Indianapolis is tremendous. But that game doesn't mean a hill of beans if we don't get the Monday Night Football win with TJ Yates. And TJ had been back in the building for all of I think two weeks. Yeah. I think he had. The, I think he had come in the week before the bye, and that was it. So he was there for that week, then the bye week, and now he's got to come into this game against Cincinnati on a Monday night. And I remember he throws the first pass, basically at Ryan Griffin's feet on a little a little mini boot. And I'm like, I remember whispering in your ear, oh, no, this could get ugly. And then on a third down, he throws a laser to Griffin for a first down. And I remember saying to you in your ear, like, uh, I take back what I said. This could get kind of interesting. And it did. It got yeah. really, really interesting. And we, and, and so the comparison to me is, okay, 2016 Savage versus 2015 Yates. The thing for Savage, Savage had been there all year. He had been there for yep. three years. He was just chomping at the bit to get a shot. And he got one, and he played really well that day. But he I did. think TJ against 8-0 Bengals, Monday Night Football, on the road, yeah. saving the season with that win that helped get a little streak going and get them to a point where they could win that game uh, at Indianapolis. I would say TJ from that perspective, just how little time he had to prepare, 8-0 Bengals, Monday Night Football, on the road, a massive one you had to have, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that one. Uh, it just barely, I would put that just barely over what Brandon Whedon did. Um, yeah, I'll go Yates. All right, who's better, the Big Ten or the Pac-12? In that, who are you more mad at, less mad at? So who's better right now, the Big Ten or the Pac-12? Because uh, they probably, folded it up today. I'm probably more upset at the Big Ten, mm-hmm. just because. When I think about what's in the in the, I mean, God, really, I mean, just from a prospect standpoint, you know, at Ohio State, it's loaded. I was watching Ohio State, Penn State last night, and I mean, Ohio State's still loaded. Sean Wade is a nickel corner safety. Um, you know, Justin Fields playing quarterback is going to be a top five pick. Could be a top five pick. Should be a top five pick. Um, the offensive line is loaded. They're so interesting from that perspective, but with. No Pac-12, that means uh, Panay Sewell, the best tackle in this draft, you won't get a chance to see him in his third year. Um, and he's, he's one. I think he's either one or two on my board. He's two because I got Trevor Lawrence one at Clemson. I got Panay Sewell number two. So, uh, But I just say the Big Ten because I think the Big Ten had teams this year. I think Penn State was going to be very good. I think Ohio State was going to be exceptional. I think on the Pac-12, you were hoping that Oregon was going to be good. But beyond that, I don't know if across the board the Pac-12 was going to be as – I think the Pac-12 was probably going to be the weakest power five. So, you know, Big Ten was going to be in a mix because of Ohio State. But also you had Penn State. You know, Michigan was going to have some players. I was curious to see whether Dylan McCaffrey could be the quarterback, brother of Christian McCaffrey uh, at Michigan. That was going to be kind of fun to watch. You know, Wisconsin, what they always do. So the Big Ten was going to be, I think, a little bit more competitive – and I think the Big Ten overall had more prospects to watch for the 2021 draft. So I'm probably more mad at the Big Ten, especially that we won't get a chance to see another year at Justin Fields. I, I, I really like Justin Fields. I love his demeanor. He's a lot like Deshaun and the way he goes about his game. He's very calm. He broke all of Justin's – or he broke all of uh, – uh, most of Deshaun's records until Trevor Lawrence shattered him in the state of Georgia. Man, the state of Georgia spit out some quarterbacks, by the way. Oh, yeah. um, so I'm probably more mad at the Big Ten um, just because I, I miss all those prospects. I'm in shock. You know, this is like, this is like being in denial. It's Elizabeth Kubler Ross. I mean, it really is. No I am in denial about Absolutely. this because we're so focused on the NFL. But I'm thinking, wait a minute, really? They're not going to have college football, Big Ten college football, and Pac-12. And 
I don't know what's going to happen with the Big 12, SEC, and ACC. They're yeah. hanging by a thread right now. We'll see how it goes. Next up, the NFL schedule, you've had it for a while. You know what the dates are. You know what's going on. How could it possibly change in a COVID yet non-COVID kind of way? This could be big. We'll talk about that next. Among some other things, a couple of positives. How about some positives on the way out? Let's do that next here on Texans Radio. Don't miss a single thing on your favorite team. Follow us on Twitter at Houston Texans. This is Texans Radio. To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that. And each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official Children's Hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. Simple acts of kindness and community are more important than ever before. So Ashley Home Store is introducing the Ashley Cares Relief Program. We're offering 0% financing for 60 months with three-month payment assistance on qualifying purchases. Ashley Home Store is here to serve your furniture needs. Text Ashley to 797979 to set up a virtual appointment today or visit us online at ashleyhomestore.com. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans, Ashley Home Store. This is home. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Houston Texans Lux members report up to 12 times ROI on their Lux investment. That's why 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have joined Texans Lux. Lux is not just networking and access to the team. It's an asset that will work for you. In a competitive business environment, Lux members earn a return by utilizing the wide variety of Lux benefits. Find out how you can use Texans Lux to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. More Texans Radio is on the way. Do you know an outstanding Latino leader who is making a positive impact on Houston? Nominate them today for the Houston Texans Campeón de la Comunidad Award, presented by Miller Lite. The award honors a leader in the Latino community who is making a positive impact on the city of Houston through service to a local nonprofit. Winner will receive a $20,000 grant for their nonprofit and recognition at a Texans home game. Visit HoustonTexans.com backslash campeón to nominate a Latino leader today. 
Behind every incredible play are thousands of data points you might otherwise miss, such as player speed, field location, and movement patterns. The NFL uses AWS to process this large and complex data in real time. It's called NextGen Stats, and with AWS machine learning and artificial intelligence technology, the NFL has developed ways to uncover deeper insights and expand the fan experience by offering a broader range of advanced stats and visualizations. Visit nextgenstats.nfl.com for all things stats. NextGen Stats, powered by AWS. Sports Radio 610 is inside the bubble. It was interesting, man. I'll say this. They've got the place on lockdown. There's only one way to get onto the property. And literally sitting in my truck, pulling into the parking lot, there is somebody waiting there to take your temperature. Sean Pendergast is attending Texans training camp. And when there's news to report from NRG Stadium, we'll tell you about it first. And we'll all find out more about Sean's body temp than we've ever wanted to know. I had my temperature checked no fewer than four times. We're inside the bubble at Texans training camp with reports in every show, every day. Houston's Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. Hyundai has always had your back, and now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance. Three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai, the longer you look, the more there is to life. Drive home in a new 2020 Hyundai Sonata, starting at just $24,575. Complimentary maintenance included. Visit buyhyundai.com or see your local Hyundai dealer today. Call 202-929-0073 for complete details. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. On Texans Tuesdays throughout the season, Texans players spend their only day off in the community, meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for Houston. Last year, Texans players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education, character development, and health and fitness to empower the next generation of Texans. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com slash community. Whitney Merciless, starting outside linebacker for your Houston Texans. For the latest on your favorite team in mind, go to HoustonTexans.com. Whitney, a regular on our uh, Fuddruckers Texans Players shows. We will not be out and about this year, but we will have Zoom shows with the players, and it's going to be fun on Tuesday nights. Uh, we'll be on the air, obviously, and maybe we'll put out that video a little bit later because we do some fun stuff, and we're going to take it to another level. Take it to another level. That's what you have to do during Corona media time, and everybody in media is challenged by this, so we're trying to make the best of it. Heartbreaking for those who are affected by the loss of college football for this fall in the Big Ten, Pac-12, so many other leagues uh, that have decided to uh, wait, play in the spring, whatever. Uh, so it's it's just very gut-wrenching for everybody involved. And, I, of course, fans, but people who whose lives are really directly affected. Um, and I know fans are thinking, well, my life is directly affected. I know, I know, but the ones who make their living doing it, it's just uh, heartbreaking. All right. Johnny, and I said I was going to be positive, and <laughs> look what I lead with in the segment. But, he, all right, here's, here's a story. ESPN and ABC, with very little or perhaps no college football to show, they'll be interested in moving some NFL games to Saturday. Are you oh, yeah. in? Are of you course. in? Absolutely. Okay. 
got to fill up Absolutely. those time slots. It's the fall. It's the weekend. If the NFL is going to play, spread it out, man. Get some national games going. Now, we've, of course, already booked travel for so many games, so this is going to be great. But <laughs> whatever. Got to do yeah. what you got to do, and let's roll. Uh, don't know how or, you know, wh- what Texans games might be affected. I mean, if you're going to isolate some Texans games for a Saturday showing that were originally scheduled for Sunday, I mean, the three that follow the opener are prime candidates if it's going to yes. come down to marquee value. You're oh, yeah. playing the Baltimore Ravens at home. That could be a Saturday. You're playing, and I, I don't know how it's all going to shake out with networks and everything else, but you are also going to play the Pittsburgh Steelers on the road the following week, and then you're back home for the Vikings. Those three right there are prime candidates, I would think, to move if there's no other network uh, kind of situation that would affect it, John. Yeah, absolutely. And, and with the Big Ten and the Pac-12 out of the mix – You've got a pretty decent opportunity for Fox to jump in because I'm just thinking of who, which conference, which conferences have the TV deals and what they they who they have them with. SEC has it with ESPN and CBS. Mm-hmm. The Big Twelve has it with Fox and ESPN, and the ACC has it with ESPN and um, ABC. I think. So Fox is the one that really kind of misses out on this because they've got I mean they've got Big 12 games but could you imagine on a Saturday Fox says 12 o'clock college game Big 12 game 2:30 college game Big 12 Saturday night NFL matchup on a wow. Saturday night at Fox That's that's huge. Now you're not going to play at 2:30 if you're playing at 12 this isn't high school. Oh, I mean, mean? I mean uh, sorry, 11 o'clock game. My bad, 11. Okay, gotcha. I, I, I did my Eastern times. But, yeah, 11, college game, 2.30, college game, and then 7.30, uh, NFL game. I mean, could you imagine what your Saturday is like at that point? Yeah. And you just get more exposure. You, uh, you, get, a, you get a primetime Saturday night game. You get a primetime Sunday night game. You get a primetime Monday night game. I mean, my goodness. I mean that's whew, yeah. that would be a night that, that would be that would be something I think everybody would be all in on you know for the most part to have a, a smorgasbord of that if, especially I'm saying I'm Fox now the other side of this is you know CBS so CBS has got SEC right you know you you could do kind of maybe you do an all all you alternate because they're each going to have SEC and Big Twelve. Is connected to Fox and and CBS, so maybe one week it's Fox with a Saturday night, um, a Saturday night NFL primetime game, but CBS has nothing. But then the next week it's a CBS game that moves to Saturday night, and then Fox doesn't have. So you could have afternoons eleven and two thirty for your college games, and then your right. night game becomes your um, becomes your NFL matchup. You could do heck. You could do that. Absolutely. I could tell you, I could tell you, you could what you're not going to have. Here's what you're not going to have. You're not going to have an SEC game on CBS and Fox running an NFL game against it. You're not no, going to have won't. that. No, no, you won't have that. I mean, they're going to CBS will say, "Are they you kidding? That. We pay you guys gazillions of dollars. No, you're that's not what I'm saying to alternate on us. That's yep. what I'm saying to alternate. That you'd have a you wouldn't put a college game matched up against that NFL prime timer. You'd have the college right. games going against each other, 
but then that that top one would end up being your primetime game that is that one game just like CB like just like NBC on Sunday night there's nothing that competes with it nothing that's when you're NFL there's no competition there are you ready I, for the silver lining in all this if I can of find course. one <laughs> uh, here's, of course here's a little bit of a silver lining if okay. if they're able to pull off spring football mm-hmm. can you imagine you're going to have football. Like, I know you had the XFL last year, but come on. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of football going on oh, all year yeah. long. And that's going to be totally cool if they can do it. Because yeah. I have my doubts about their ability to pull this off. Plus, yeah. look, as long as we keep looking at positives as a death blow, and I don't know if we will or not, you know, a lot of people have this thing, and a lot of asymptomatics mm-hmm. out there and everything. I don't want to get into a COVID conversation. Stop me! So no, anyway, uh, let's just hope that we get this thing resolved qu- as quickly as possible. Well, uh, here's, here's the thing, another- Mark, with spring football. Think about yeah. this, too. If the NFL season is over right, and they do play spring football, you're going to have an opportunity for co- more people to have eyes on live games than ever before. Yeah. NFL yeah. coaches, head coaches slash general managers like Bill O'Brien, they can be at those games yeah. and watch those players. Yeah, it might not be the SEC, Big 12, and ACC because they played in the fall, but you have a good opportunity to go see some Big 10 players that are going to play. So those players are going to get some serious looks during that time. Now, they might not be out on the road all the time because right. you still have to worry about free agency and all that, but there are going to be opportunities for those coaches and those play- and, and uh, head coaches and GMs to get out to games and really evaluate these players in live game situations, yep. which is something they've never been able to do. So there's another silver lining uh, for personnel departments. Uh, but that's that's the other side of this that I, I, I kind of feel for. You know, pe- we, we have scouts in the building that scout the Big Ten. You know, that's what they scout. I mean, like that's yeah. their conference. They, con- well, they do the go- Big Ten and the MAC. Well, now they got to do it in the spring. Or you better go back to last year's tape, right? Well, that's why I was watching Ohio State-Penn State last night. My wife See? said, are you depressed? And I'm like, no, I've got all the football I need right here, and we'll get football back. Andrew Brand, who I've said in all this, has been kind of the voice of reason. He said, look, college football is going to be okay. And I needed to hear that. It will like be okay. When? when, though? When? Exactly. That's the I key. Mean, when? Yeah. We're all going to be okay. When? Let's. When? I mean, sooner rather than later, I hope. Okay, that's yeah. going to do it for tonight. Thanks so much, Johnny. And uh, great to have everybody listening tonight. We heard from Will Fuller and Titus Howard and Bradley Roby. Tomorrow night we'll keep it going as we march toward Friday morning, 8 to 10 a.m., Texans Training Camp Live. Bill O'Brien kicks it off with us at 8 a.m. It's going to be fun. Thank you very much, Jake, for producing. Have a good night, everyone, and go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Houston Methodist is still here for you. Seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually. We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit HoustonMethodist.org slash here for you. 
Do you know an outstanding Latino leader who is making a positive impact on Houston? Nominate them today for the Houston Texans Campeón de la Comunidad Award, presented by Miller Lite. The award honors a leader in the Latino community who is making a positive impact on the city of Houston through service to a local nonprofit. Winner will receive a $20,000 grant for their nonprofit and recognition at a Texans home game. Visit HoustonTexans.com backslash campeón to nominate a Latino leader today. The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston with the 2020 Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium as the Big 12 takes on the SEC. Be a part of the electric atmosphere and unique Bowl Week events celebrating everything Houston has to offer. Sign up for the wait list today at thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. That's thetexasbowl.com. Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. It's your home speaking, and I need you to do me a couple of favors. First, could you get that blueberry that rolled under the fridge last week? It's throwing my feng shui off. Second thing, bundle your home and car insurance with GEICO. It's easy, and we could save money. Lastly, I know you were thinking of painting the nursery back to off-white, but I'm actually feeling this baby blue. Didn't think it was my color, but I am pulling it off. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to GEICO.com today. Hey, parents and teachers. We know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football. All for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com community. This is Texans Radio. Okay, so maybe we're new to home improvement. But we're determined. So when it came to finding the perfect floor at the perfect price, our contractor gave us an insider tip. And whoa! At Floor & Decor, we shop the same incredible selection as real-life designers and contractors. And I appreciated the budget-friendly prices. Now, thanks to Floor & Decor, we're unstoppable. Oh yeah, we found where the pros go. Explore Floor & Decor in person or online at floorandecor.com. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this, and that player does that, and I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon, I made my choice. Chevron with Tecron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. 
Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. Find a massive selection of new and certified pre-owned Hyundais at Rod Carter Hyundai, a better way to buy. Test drive any vehicle at Rod Carter Hyundai and get $250 in gift cards. Buy any vehicle and get $500 in gift cards. Sell them your car. There'll be any offer by $500 or get $500. Plus, get Hyundai Assurance, America's best warranty. 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Gulf Freeway, just two miles south of the Beltway. RodCarterHyundai.com. See dealer website for gift card and trade-in details. Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners, $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry, and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. Hi, this is John Weeks with the Houston Texans. We are proud to be partners with the Houston Food Bank in presenting Huddle Against Hunger, a free in-school curriculum designed to provide information on hunger and poverty for students from elementary schools through high school. Sign your classroom up today at houstonfoodbank.org slash huddleagainsthunger. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. For more information, visit houstontexans.com slash community. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610.